Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. You're listening to the Modern Coach podcast, episode number 21, the three simple steps to improve your content strategy and plan. Let's get on with the show. Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and you're about to learn the new way that coaches are building thriving businesses online by rising out from the shadows, owning who they are, and finally understanding the business of coaching. Get ready, because this is where we shed the old age thinking of coaches everywhere and say yes to owning a happy, healthy business that not only impacts people everywhere, but gives you the freedom to do what you want, when you want. This is the Modern Coach Podcast. Hello and welcome back. Welcome, welcome. I am so excited because as you're listening to this, I'm lying on a fabulous beach with my little tiny sister, mini me. We've just left to go on a little beach holiday. I'm recording this episode a few days before um, I go away. And the reason I'm recording this specifically today for you is that, you know, I feel like if you're like most of my clients, then you're probably in the summer slump, is in you've been invisible over the last few months, if not weeks, right? Of just school, family, you know, having to have the kids over the summer, traveling, doing other things, especially if you're like me and you've been doing a bunch of traveling, then you know that the content plan and strategy that you might have designed at the beginning of the year probably doesn't really look like what you originally planned, right? And so many of my clients struggle with this. They literally come back and tell me, I don't have anything to post. I feel like it's the, you know, we're basically at the end of the year now and I have no content plan and no strategy. So I wanted to talk to you today about number one, the ways to improve your content strategy and plan. And number two, tell you about a very special Um, workshop that I'm hosting in about a week, which is called the content planning party. Now the content planning party is like my, one of my favorite brain children that I ever designed. Basically it came from the idea that I wanted to plan my content, but I also wanted to have a party and thus the content planning party was born. (laughs) Like genuinely, that is the origin story of, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we had like a content planning party? And Because it was like COVID times when this thing first came about and we were all stuck inside. That seemed to be the most productive way to spend an evening. So these content planning parties, I've been doing them every quarter or so um, up until the beginning of this year where things sort of went a a little bit wobbly there in terms of my calendar and, and plan, you know, for life in general. But we essentially, we started, we were starting doing them again every quarter so this September we are doing another round and I've made a bunch of really cool updates to the content planning party system and the fun thing is that when you sign up to the content planning party you get a lifetime access to each 
quarterly workshop. So you, you buy the workshop and every t- single time I make improvements, which it's usually every quarter I add something new or I tweak the, the system or I tweak the process slightly. Uh, and now I've actually, I've, I've got on board like my integrator who is a freaking wizard when it comes to everything spreadsheet. And she, oh my God, she's amazing. She's got her like magic touch on my, on my little spreadsheet. It's going to be freaking fabulous. So I'm really, really excited to bring this to you, to talk to you a little bit more about it. But before we even get there, let me preface this with that, you know, your content strategy and plan is hands down one of the most undervalued, underutilized tools in every single business. And, you know, if you have been in this place where you're like, I'm not really sure, I don't know what's going on with my content, this is the episode for you. If you've been in the place where you're like, I sort of have a plan and strategy, but like, not really, I sort of just wake up and do whatever I want, then this episode is also for you. Um, So in today's episode, we're really going to deep dive into content, planning, like why it's important, how to actually plan the thing out and like what to do to improve it. So your content, I'm, I'm, I will say this until I turn blue in the face. Your content is the number one, number one tool that I think most entrepreneurs just don't use enough of. Like content is king. I think that we are moving into more of a content heavy society. I think that our marketing is going to change and evolve over the next few years. I think all of the younger generations are so content obsessed that is going to be a requirement for you to survive in the current times. And, you know, you not creating content, in my opinion, is the biggest, is the biggest, saddest thing I can see in the universe because you have something to share, you have a message. And you have people who are ready to buy from you. If only they knew that you existed, right? So let's talk about being less invisible and being unforgettable because ultimately, you know, content is the thing that will make people fall in love with you. It's the, it's the engine that, that connects you to the people every week. Like even the value of, of talking to you like this, this is content, right? Is, is for me such a great honor and, you know, genuine like heart flutters whenever I look at the podcast stats and I'm like oh my god so many people have listened this week and isn't that fucking fabulous that you know people are coming back and they're listening and they have they have an interest in what I have not only do they have an interest in what I have to say but they go away and implement the things that I'm telling them to do and their lives are getting you know better it's a win-win situation so for me content at the very early stages of my business like I had no money in the bank. So I had burnt through it all because I was burnt out and I just didn't do anything for a few months. And then I started creating content and voila, I had a business. And I was like, isn't this like the most fascinating thing in the world that I can create posts on Facebook and people will be like, oh, I like what she has to say. Like, can I work with you, right? That, like, that was a mind blowing thing for me. So content, you know, the content plan that I originally had in my business was basically non-existent. It was, I need to make money, so I'm going to wake up and I'm going to just post whatever I want to post. And that's fine if you have all the time in the world, but if you're busy and you have clients and you're trying to do 101 things at once, then I would 100% recommend doing this simple tweak first. And that simple tweak is create sales deadlines, as in sales dates. What are you selling and when? As in, even if you're in a service-based business, 
decide on how many packages, how many websites, how many photo shoots, how many coaching packages do you want to sell? Number one, right? How many coaching packages do we want to sell and by when? Having that deadline is going to be such a game changer for you because it ultimately means that you know how to structure that content. You know that if you want to sell, let's say by the 1st of December, you want to sell five packages, you know your content needs to focus around that offer. What I see so many people do is they think, oh, well, okay, I want to sell coaching and I'm a transformational coach, which by the way, if that sounds like you, then we need to talk because that's not, that's not very, uh, very unique messaging, right? (laughs) That's not going to get you very far if you're just like I'm a transformational coach and I help people with their money mindset like that's that's very vague very 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 vague um if that's the only thing that you have okay I digress but I'm a transformational coach I sell money mindset stuff I want to sell five packages by December um and by the way I call everyone out so it's not just you transformational coaches I love you all um right so I want to sell five packages I have until the 1st of December. And then you essentially create that content plan around, okay, well, what are, what are the incentives that I'm going to give people to sign up? Is it that, you know, one week, if we want to niche down further and make our messaging, you know, more clearer, essentially, it's maybe I want to help the people who are at six figures and they're trying to create their first seven-figure month, right? There are multiple six figures and they want to create the first seven-figure month and I'm helping them transform by doing this thing, right? So then your content becomes around how you've achieved that result or how you've helped other people achieve that result, right? Versus, oh, I'm a transformation coach. I help people make more money. What should I talk about today? Well, maybe I'll talk about, you know, my favorite apps for my coaching business. Like that does not make me want to buy that program, that package does not make me want to work with you. So I think a lot of folk, like content is just unfocused in that people are not clear on what they're selling and how that content aligns with that. So simple step number one is to change the, the focus of the content. Are you clear on what you're selling and why you're selling it? Like number one is going to revolutionize how you organize your content. Number two, I want you to plan out your content pillars. So content pillars are essentially topics that you pick, that you talk about. For us, the way that I teach this inside of the Soulmate Client Accelerator is we pick the content pillars that are very much aligned to the framework of your offer. What are the things that your offer does and what are the themes of that offer? And then we talk around that because again, we are offer focused, right? What is it that we're selling? What is it that we care about? And what is it that we want to talk about? So your pillars are actually something that I'm going to talk a little bit more about in this new iteration of the content planning party. Like we're building upon the previous workshop that I did. I'm going to deep dive slightly deeper into that because a lot of the Q&A after the last one was very much focused on the content pillar portion. So I'm going deeper into that. But The general gist is you want to pick four to six topics that you're going to essentially base your content around. So let's say that you're a yoga teacher and you do different types of yoga or you're a yoga studio. I just had drinks with a friend who has a yoga studio. So for her, the pillars would be something like, well, maybe we do kundalini yoga. We talk about the benefits of that. We do flexibility training. We talk about the um, 
um, what are, what's it called? Vinyasa flow. We talk about, um, what's the fourth one that we can talk about? And we talk about like uh, yoga care, like yoga, whatever, mindfulness, right? The, the, the mind body connection between yoga, the mat and you, right? So those would be the four topics for the yoga studio, right? And then two, we pick two extra ones that are essentially general issues. So they are more around, let's say for the yoga studio, maybe it would be body positivity that we include, you know, we welcome all types of body shapes and sizes and you don't have to be a size zero, you know, uh, fruit juice junkie who has beautiful flat abs. Like, we don't just welcome that type of person. We also welcome the, you know, curvaceous, vivacious, sexy, uh, sexy plus size people too who want to get flexible, right? So maybe one topic might be uh, body body stuff, right? Another thing might be, I don't I don't know what, what other things, like imposter syndrome, for example. Maybe the yoga studio owner, like imposter syndrome is really near and dear to their heart and they want to talk about that right? So imposter syndrome doesn't really have anything to do with what they do with the yoga studio, but maybe it's something that is like a general issue that can be linked. The reason we pick those general issues is because they make us a more universally, um, liked isn't the word, the right word, more uni- you, you have that universal connection to people based on the issues that are dear, near and dear to your heart, number one. But number two, they essentially expand our circle and give us more opportunity to create content for different types of publications, for different types of purposes, right? It gives us that discoverability outside of our niche that will draw new people in. So we usually pick four to six topics that are to do with directly our product or service that we're doing, and then two general issues that ultimately connect us deeper and further afield. So for for us, that, you know, obviously changes depending on war marketing, but those pillars and, and the two general issues have been, has been something I've been teaching for years and it really makes a huge, huge difference when you start to think about what am I selling, when am I selling it, and then include those topics in your content plan because then it aligns and then people, you're creating the content and people are like, oh, wow, she's talking about this thing that I'm struggling with, right? And that's what we ultimately want. So that's tip number two. And then uh, the third simple step in terms of like, I'm losing my words, losing my words today. Um, The third and simplest strategy in terms of improving your content strategy and plan is giving room for yourself to be social. Like this seems a very silly and simple one to implement, but social media is social. So it's not just about spending a day batching and then forgetting that social media exists. Social media is there to interact, right? You, you, you should be there to talk to the people that give a shit about your content. So can we create space in your plan and strategy for actually, you know, not only creating that pre-planned content, but also for paying more attention to being in conversations, paying more attention to being social, paying more attention to conversing with the people who are actually commenting on your stuff. And, you know, I think for me, this is such a, such a, 
interesting point where for ages and ages I tell people like write your content every day you need to be writing every day and I think if you struggle with writing it genuinely is the best advice I can give you is just practice every day until you get better but for a lot of entrepreneurs who are time starved I think it's not necessarily so much about writing every day as it is about engaging every day it's about being social on social media like the clues in the name So if we have a social media, you know, a content strategy and plan, do we have a plan for engaging? Do we have a time block in our calendar for getting back to comments? I know for a fact that the more conversations I have, the more profitable my business is. It's just a rule of thumb. I know that the more eyeballs I I reach, the more people I talk to, the more profitable and the more impactful my business is. And therefore your business probably is a very similar structure to mine. Therefore, it's in your best interest to be social. It's in your best interest to to create that space in your calendar and to do the things that you know you need to do. You're just not having them on your in your plan. So if you have it in your plan and you know you need to do it, then it, you know, is easier, right? And I will say this, that, you know, a lot of my people come to me and they say, well, I don't want to engage on social media. I don't want to talk to the people. I just want to post and I want the magical sales fairy to come and visit me. And I sat there thinking, well, then, get a job. If you don't want to talk to the people who potentially want to buy from you, then there is a simple solution for that. Go get a job, do a nine to five and voila. But while you have chosen to be a business owner, you've chosen to be, uh, you know, you've chosen to be a salesperson because guess what? 90% of your business is selling and 90% of your business is talking to people. And if you don't like talking to people and you don't like selling, then there is a great solution for that. It's called a job, right? And I like that might sound harsh, but I think more people need to hear it. You need to get to a place where you enjoy talking to your followers, where you enjoy talking to the people who need you. And if you don't, then that's a problem. <laughs> like, and we want to examine, okay, well, where is that coming from? Like, what what is that about? It's not use just pretending, right, to be a business owner when you're not making any sales. And in my experience, your content strategy and your plan needs to be a driver of sales. Otherwise, why is it there, right? If your content isn't doing the selling for you, essentially, the, the bigger you become and, and the more and more like your audience grows, then the easier it is to sell through your content. But if you are small and mighty, then your superpowers conversations, then your content needs to be social. And so do you. And let me tell you this as well, like the people who sell through content and who don't do sales calls, They have mastered that because they have been on so many sales calls. They know their customer backwards, like backwards, inwards, back to front, right? Inside and out. They haven't just like woken up one day and the magical content fairy has visited them. Like that's not what actually happens. Most of the people who pedal, don't sell through consults, sell through content, have done hundreds of sales calls, have mastered that and are just tired of doing them. So their messaging is stronger. For most people who I work with and most people who, you know, even who are successful, who don't want to essentially ascend to a different model, that's fine. But you have to know that your conversion rates are going to be smaller. So your content plan needs to be set up as a side note and bonus point, um, deviating over here from my plan. But I think someone needs to hear this clearly, otherwise it wouldn't be coming through. Like you need to understand that when you are conversing with people your conversion rate as in your rate of sales is going to be much higher than when you are just selling through content 
Typically, when it's just content, only 3%, like 1% to 3% of your people will buy. Versus if you're having conversations, then I would say between 50 to 80% of your people will buy. And that's a huge freaking dif- difference. So we want to pay attention to that and pay attention to, okay, well, if I want to transcend strategies and I don't want to talk to the people and I want my content plan to direct them to something that's automated or whatever, great. But like, do you have your conversion rate sorted? Do you have the people, the eyeballs, the metrics that you need in order to have a specific vision and a specific goal in mind? Because I really, really don't want you to be creating content for the sake of content. That would be the worst possible thing that you can do. Please, 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 whatever you do, do not do that. So we want to be social. We want to be really, really clear as to how many people do we need to interact with in order to hit our sales goals. Because I don't care. I don't care what you do, what you sell, whether it's, you know, fedora hats or whether it's transformational badass coaching. You need to know how many things you need to sell in order to hit your goals and in order to make your content plan work. And the best way to do that is to figure out your numbers first. Okay. Okay. So bonuses. Bonus, bonus points. I've got two bonus points here on my list. Number one, bonus tip number one is get a writing day or a weekly block in your calendar. I really prefer a weekly block because writing days, in my opinion, tend to get screwed around, things happen, blah, blah, blah. I want to have a writing block in my calendar every week where I'm able to create content and be social, right? Bonus tip number one. Bonus tip number two is repurpose. Like once you've done your content plan once, you can repurpose the content again and again and again. Like I write less nowadays because A, I know my customer. I know that I can do that now. But B, I have all of this content that I can just repurpose and it's magical. So you only need to work the strategy and the plan once and then you just tweak it and you adjust it and you massage it and you add to it, right? So it's not like you're starting from scratch every single time. You probably have a lot of content that you already can repurpose. Okay, so... That I think is it for today. There you go. You've got five out of uh, five out of three, three out of five uh, tips. Instead of three simple steps, you've got five amazing steps to improve your content strategy and plan. And if you want to see how I plan out my copy, please join me in the content planning party. It is one of the most affordable workshops we do because I really think that content is king. It's one of the things that every single business owner needs to master. And if you've bought the content planning party before, good news. You've got a free ticket to this one too. So I will see you there in about a week. All right. And now I'm metaphorically off to the beach. Have an amazing day and I will speak to you next week. Are you stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically? Good news. Magnetic Mavens is here to help you be unforgettable. Our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story. In this membership, you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm. It's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.